he got us in and out of there. We closed in 30 days. Now, the funny thing is, what do you think the wife's name was? Oh, boy. We bought our house from Donnie and Mary Jane. Oh, my God. No joke. (laughs) And I've waited to tell that funny part of it the whole time because I was like, I cannot wait to say I bought this house from Mary Jane because it's hilarious. What is up, Trey Crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D, powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC manufacturers rep in the Mid-Atlantic. They got Bosch over there, Arzell Zoning, Dahl Valves, tons of tons of products. Uh, so reach out to them. We were gonna have a guest, and I screwed that up. And then he had a tea time. I was not going to trump that. So it's me and Ryden rambling on like old times. So uh, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. Does the sound wave look different today? It looks good because we got. Is that is it literally the microphone that makes the sound wave look better? Yeah, I didn't even s- notice that the last time. <laughs> the sound wave says, "Oh, you finally spent some money on mics, guys. Good job. Nice. Moving on up. I will mm-hmm. say, for anybody out there wanting to get into podcasting, I feel like we don't really talk about that because." Uh, no, we don't. We kind of just jumped right in. I had a little bit of sound knowledge, and you did too. But yeah, which that helped a good bit since you and I both have been around the block with a microphone and a mixer a time or two. But yeah, that those mics that we just had up until a couple weeks ago were only a hundred bucks. Yeah, but I mean they worked great for a while, and there's nothing wrong with them now. It was just you know we made the decision to make a bit of an investment as we had some some more stuff coming up we wanted to have some quality sound so well we need upgrade. spare we're gonna need guest mics that's it know? that's it a lot of stuff in the works yes so carry on yeah so yeah welcome back to the show everybody thank you for coming back for episode 106 God, i feel like it was just episode 100 the other day and we're just knocking them out I know we were stoked about 100, then it's like, yep, pretty much. (laughs) So also thank you to Platinum Sponsor One Thing Marketing. They built our website. They've done all kinds of extra stuff on the back end for us. They've been very helpful. So thank you to Brittany and her entire team. Evan and Sandra have been awesome as well. 
So if you need any support in promoting or developing a website for your small trade business or your big trade business or whatever business in between, reach out to One Thing Marketing. You can do so at our website, hvacrnd.com. Just go check out the Trade Crew Vendor Hub. You can get direct links to Keystone Sales, One Thing Marketing, as well as some deals and steals from BetterHelp, Chirp, and Service Titan. Yes, definitely check out some Service Titan. So, with that being said, exactly. That being said, um, one thing I want to say is, I guess I should say one thing I want to ask is how much do you guys love HVAC R&D? True question, Trade Crew. Whatever streaming platform you're using, Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, Apple, Google, any of them in between, we're on 21 different ones, I believe, now. Um, But please follow us where you like to listen to us. If there's a means that you can like us or rate us, please do that. If you can leave a review, even better. All those things would greatly help us continue to grow this and help us find other ways to give back to this community. So please help us support you guys as well. And also share us to your trade crew. Share us to your buddies, the other installers, the other service guys. Get them on here. Get them listening. And let's all have a good time together. Our social media stuff is continuing to grow. I know Instagram's kicked up over 1,300. Trade Hounds is pushing towards 1,500. And we are growing very fast on LinkedIn and TikTok. Facebook, for some reason, just kind of just sits out there. I don't know why it's tied to the Instagram, but it's just... Facebook's never been my forte, so maybe uh, that's the problem. I just can't. Just It's not, not the one that I enjoy as much. But, <laughs> no. hey, it's no. there. So, yep. you know, go and follow us on social media as well. Instagram and TikTok at hvac.rnd. LinkedIn, Facebook, and Trade Hounds all as HVACRND. And also, while you're visiting the website to find links to all these places, please join the mailing list at the bottom of the page. Newsletter's coming soon. The first article is done. It's done and dusted. It was no joke that I was working on it last week. I actually finished it on Friday last week. had a couple people look at it for me. They like it, which makes me happy because it's been a while since I've put something together. Um, What's the name? That's where I'm struggling. I'm (laughs) trying to figure out a column name, and everything I keep putting together just sounds so cheesy. Ryden's Column. No. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think. Here's a. I had a whole list of them. Bear Um, Can Gold Column. Yeah, I mean, that might could work. I don't know. Everybody uh, send some in. Yes. See what we can get. I am accepting. Hopefully it works out yeah. better than the. That's true. Hopefully it works out better than Crawl Space Confessions. That went over like a lead balloon. I'm still going to get that going. Gotta it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Do you see the, the big old spider I posted as a Crawl yes. Space Confession? Does that count? I about put my hand right on that thing because it was on the bottom side of the pallet when I went to move it. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that was a decent spider. So yeah, any other info, check out the link tree in the bios, article coming soon. If you got an idea for my column name, send it to me, but I will get something sorted out if not, but I always appreciate the fan support. So, uh, well, plus we get analytics from that so we can see true, very true. What's, what's going on? Where do we need to work on? Where do we need to, you know, that's it. I like to see where people listen 
I'm a Spotify guy, but apparently it's not not a thing. <laughs> now, now I will say Spotify's Spotify Spotify is starting starting to pick up more. Like I said, it's it's crazy that Pandora has been such a massive amount of traffic. I really right. just didn't expect that. I'm very grateful for it. It right. just was not what I was expecting because I never had thought about that as a place for people to go and really listen to podcasts very much. Most any, I'm trying to think, most of the podcasts I used to listen to when I would drive back and forth to Wilmington, that would be, what, 17, 18? I actually use Stitcher all the time. Yeah, I think it's whatever you run across in life. Yep. A um, lot of music guys are Spotify people. Yep. But you got to pay you know, to get a, to get a good Spotify. I mean, that's it. All right. Before we get into that, we get, I mean, I can't really get started here. Yeah. Get her going. Get her going. All right. Um, we know what spot we're at. I know what spot we're at. (laughs) Eight pack brew of the week. All right. So let me pull it out of this Bucky's koozie. (laughs) This koozie's great. And it's neoprene. Perfect. Can't that's, you gotta go that diving suit what you got to use all right wicked weed brewing for today coastal love hazy ipa i haven't had wicked weeds hazy 6.3 percent pretty cool looking can catching the end of the summer here um yeah so it's a beachy beer of course, any hazy IPA, I wouldn't drink all day at the beach. A beachy that. beer? That's funny. It's a beachy beer. All right, let's see what we got. Nice little... Whoa, that hit me right in the face. Is it hoppy? It's hoppy. Oof. Mm. That one's going to... That one's not going to go down fast. It's going to stick with you for a bit. I might have to get my mind right to drink this. Sorry, Wicked Weed. This one's... (laughs) The can's really great looking. (laughs) Don't judge a book by its cover or a a beer can by its its a There's a fine line on the hazies, man. (laughs) There is. This this ain't no lager. And these have been growing on me, man. Trying to trying to I'll tell you what IPA game well <laughs> it's 6.3% that, that's kind of high for a hazy I think that's what it is are you just trying to increase your alcohol per volume is that it no no okay that's I mean it's a positive strategy plus <laughs> you know I can get through this <laughs> I could probably get through a couple of them actually you can do it I can do it all right, what do you got? That sounded like a beer that I know. Oh, God, it sounds like a Modelo. That, that is exactly what it is. It is it is I Hitchhiker it. Day. It's back to a Hitchhiker it. today. Man, I'm crushing them can sounds. I mean, we, oh, yeah. I've, I've heard at least 125 of them with headphones on. That's true. I'm getting pretty good at it. I mean, Ryden didn't tell me what he was drinking. No, nope. easily been drinking Red Oak. It, it could have been, but that Modelo's can's got a sound. It does, and it is <laughs> it is a delicious summery Mexican lager. I have to say, <laughs> it is. It goes down very smooth. 
uh, no hoppiness of no. IPA ness anywhere. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's hanging out in my, it's hanging out in my frog level brewing neoprene koozie. Uh, we got that when we went to Waynesville. God, that was when we were first starting to record the show. I'm trying to remember what episode we talked about that on. That'd be a and good one to find. Way back. Yeah. Because that was when... Was that around Crisscross Applesauce? Wasn't it yeah. close to that? Yeah. I think. So maybe it wasn't that. as far back as I thought. Oh, dude, that's a ways back. You go look. That's that's back there. Crisscross Applesauce. You guys have got to go back and listen to some of these old shows if you haven't. I know. I mean, Lady Katie? God, that show? No, Lady Katie brings the heat. I will say that. There's <laughs> there's never a dull moment when Katie no. is involved. Mark was a good show. Zach's shows were always great. Yep. The Zach Attack. The Return yeah. of the Zach. Yep, HVAC God show is great. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, all of Jason's shows, all the Ain't No Rest for the Wicked series. Yeah, literally that. crying, laughing. Me and Ryan. <laughs> and then uh, we discussed how to fight a bear while we were all drunk with Doc and Foodie when I was in Texas. That was solid. Yep. That was a good one. Um, God. We keep fun. going. Keep going. I saw a. Uh, I saw it. I think it was on. I don't know if it was on TikTok or if it was on Instagram, but it was a. Uh, this little like nine year old kid like doing his best Hulk Hogan impression in front of Hulk Hogan and like this little wrestling uh like swag shop somewhere. It was the funniest thing. And then right at the end of it, when the kid gets done, it starts cranking the "I'm a real American" thing, and uh he like goes up and Hulk Hogan like shakes his hand and everything and all I could think about was Bob yes that walkout song alright we got a lot to get into here we do some of this stuff is not on notes I'm just gonna wing it well and some of it we had on notes but we didn't really get through last week so you definitely gotta talk about that trailer you're working on because I'm seeing some excellent progress photos I'm excited for when you get to actually put all of it together and drop it on the channel. Yeah, and I may drop a couple pictures. I get over there and I gotta get I gotta get on this thing. I gotta have it show ready by you know, September. We got counter days coming up, training starts. So the rap guy is designing the rap. He got the trailer done. Now he's working on the truck. Did you finally get a hold of him? Yes. Nice. That's something else we can talk about. Yep. <laughs> it's not on him. It's, uh, anyway, we'll get into that. Make, put that in the notes. People just ghosting you. Yep. What? That's a, like a new thing. Um, yeah, so I've got generator connections done, panels done, all the outlets are in. I got outlets. I got an outlet under the tankless, under the boiler, the little combi singular boiler. Nice. Um, I've got a toe kick heater on the or a footboard heater on the way from our shop in Pottstown. We had it in the warehouse. He's going to send me that. I'm going to probably get a towel warmer, maybe. 
It'll look kind of neat on there. I mean, I want warm towels when I'm like perspiring from standing, you know, standing out in the heat. It'll make me feel so much better. Is there now? Is there a towel cooling rack? That's yeah. You know, I'm sitting here thinking the same thing. I mean, I'm glad <laughs> I wasn't the only one thinking that. Get out of a hot shower and just grab a hot towel. I mean, me. No, who's who started that? I don't know. Oh, I need a I need a towel cooler. Yes. Who was it we were talking to that had the beer, the beer thing in the in the shower? You set your beer. In the oh, hole? I've got one. <laughs> I still never tried that. Just drinking a beer in the shower. Oh, it's 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 classic. Cody likes drinking beers in the shower. We got to get that kid in daycare. Oh, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I have looked at it. <laughs> I have looked at it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know they got it. I am not. I am not. Maybe I it am. will knock some sense into him since he doesn't want to listen to me. I swear, I I legit have never had a dog be such a pain in the butt. He's cute as crap, and he's he's really sweet, but man... He just wigs the hell out at people or anything. Like he hears a noise and burr, 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 burr. it's crazy. I've never had I've a dog never, like this. I've never ever heard your other dogs bark. No. You've just heard, heard Riker snore. Right. The only time Riker will bark is if he wants me to put his ass on the bed so he can snore. <laughs> or if like you just surprise him and he's like, oh, holy shit. So but, yeah, we got equipment coming. I got to build a cart. I'm building a Bosch 20 sear connected heat pump cart. I'll roll that on there. I've got a 15 sear pack unit ordered. I'm going to plexiglass and LED that thing to death. It'll roll on there. So today I put in, I installed a 43 inch TV on there. That's all TV good. TV good on there, by the way. Yeah. It looks it really did. good with that big old HVAC R&D logo plastered up there. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I turned the generator on today, flipped on the lights, checked all my outlets, turned the TV on. I glued the flooring down. I literally just sat down. I just got home. We're doing this recording. I've been, I do that flooring. So it's a, it's a big roll of rubber garage floor where you can okay. drive on it. That's right? what I was going to say. Was it like garage floor or gym floor or whatever? Yeah. Okay. It's only probably an eighth inch thick, but it's like dense, super dense. Um, and I asked the guy, I'm like, what am I supposed to glue this down with? He's like, ah, oh, you just get a tub of this. I'm like, all right, cool. A tub of this. I thought I was going to have to like try all the glue on, right? Like VCT towel or something. No, I opened it up and it's thin. So I rolled it on like paint. I was waiting for it to be like, uh, the old school uh, like paint can size thing of glue that you used when you uh, put your own insulation into ductwork oh, was that God. just me back in the day <laughs> God thanks dad I literally built ductwork like I was raised in the 40s yeah it didn't well, come apart though no <laughs> uh, I mean some of this new stuff you open up like God why is my static pressure so high you cut a hole out look in there and it's like shit's done sucked up in the damn blower yep done tore apart um so yeah that's i got i got all that in today 
I do have to run some base around to cover up the edges. Um, some little rubber base, but Friday, I got a site visit tomorrow. F Friday, I think I'm going to get the mini split and the tankless. So I'll go ahead and get it mounted because I got to start piping all this together. Which um, which tankless did you use? The 98 or 99? Um, I don't know. I'm getting it from you guys. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, you let me know and we'll uh, set you up. Probably the not. I mean, it don't really matter. But well, because well, at least the ninety nine, you can show the circulator. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably got the ninety nine. No, oh, I do. Bosch tankless in stock right here at Insight. Yeah. That's a sick tankless, man. It is. So then I gotta. I can't wait to drill two inch holes in the side of that trailer. Mm. Vent it right out. Hey, I've quoted. I've quoted six tankless water heaters this week. So I'm really? working on it. Yeah. Three yeah, for think, one house, two for another, one for another. I mean, I think in the South, or, or just in general, um, you get used to putting a brand in. It's kind of like anything. You get used to piping in a brand and, and starting it up. A lot of these products, are they're overwhelming because of what they can do. So guys get used to one they learn it they figure it out they're scared to switch to a different brand i don't blame them but no that's true i had lunch with a guy a couple weeks ago and he's very interested in flipping to mostly bosch but he's still gonna have to have a few other you know there's still gonna have to be a few other things in their back pocket um from time right. to time so and some of that falls on me to help sort out as well because there's it doesn't matter what what line of product of anything you have. There's always one or two holes that you got to have a backup and punt backup option for. Yeah, you got to have you got to have backup equipment. I mean, we're still having. There's, I mean, brands are all everybody's still having certain product issues on getting it. Oh, I sold my uh, my first big commercial pack over here today. And it's got a solid 19-week lead time. <laughs> uh, 19 weeks, huh? Yep. That sounds like episode, like, 50 or whatever. I'm trying to think. 19 weeks from now? We'll be, like, what, in the 120s somewhere in there? Like, high 120s, maybe? Yeah, definitely definitely on 120s. So, was it worth the wait? <laughs> we're going to find out. The good thing is I got I sold pretty much everything else that's going in with it, so I can go ahead and sh I'll get all the the spiral and the ductwork and that stuff will get shipped out there in a couple weeks, and he'll have he'll have rough in inspection. I would say by end of September, and then it's just as soon as he gets the unit, sit it, hook it up, done. Yeah, so he's got stuff to do. Yep. All right. Um. Oh, yeah. This past weekend, yeah. my first yeah. bocce tournament, which yeah, is dude. a regional tournament, by the way. And you need to explain this, because I'll be honest, I don't know a dang thing about bocce other than you said it's Italian, which I can get behind that. Vino and <laughs> pasta. You got it. Yep. Peronis. Mm. A little Peroni beer. Um, Solid. Drank a lot of that Saturday. So, 
bocce, like you ever seen people on the beach throw the little white ball and then everybody tries to throw the other ones closest to it? Gotcha. That's bocce. Okay. So you got the Polini or the Polino, which is the little ball. It's like the size of a golf ball. Okay. And hopefully there's no like big time bocce people on here because I'm going to foobar all this up. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear about it. <laughs> yeah, if you were unsatisfied with Dennis's bocce conversation, please chime in. <laughs> please chime in, yeah. <laughs> Next caller. Um, okay, so the court, let's just, I'll just build a picture here. You got three courts. They look to be eight to ten foot wide. And there's boards, right? There's like a eight-inch board all the way around. They're 90 feet long. Now, bocce cords come in all different sizes, but every time I look it up on the old Google, 90 feet pops up. Which so, you hear 90 a long feet. long-ass way. Well, I was going to say, you hear it, you think it's a long-ass way, but I mean... Dude, it, it's long. Is it? Is it a long-ass way? 90 feet? Yeah. Okay. Wait, 90 feet? Isn't that... Isn't that what it is to first base? That's what I was getting ready to say. I thought it was 90 feet. Or it's is it 60? Dang, come it. 60. I, got, 60 to the I was mound. watching Little League World Series earlier at lunch, and now my distances are jacked. Oh, their distances are not. No, they're normal smaller. anyway. It's bullshit, Little League. Um, 60 feet. So, yeah, what? so Nine, is playing bocce is like... Uh, yeah, I bet so. There's yep. 90 feet on the yeah. baseball field somewhere. Yep, it's it. So there's 60 feet diagonal, or like if you go between each base, but if you go across both ways, it's 90 feet. Okay. For the old perfect right angles. So 90 is a, a, a long way. Now, these are clay courts. So picture a clay-like tennis court. That's what I was going to say. Like the Span- hard Was clay. it the Spanish Open? Isn't that the hard clay court? Yeah, I mean, that's what it looks like. It's red. Apparently, it's 70 clay, 30% sand, and then there's some crushed... Uh, it's got a little brick dust in there? No, it looks like <laughs> brick dust, but... I know. Uh, oyster shells. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. God, Grayson was talking shell. about going to Charleston the other day. He's like, oh, I'm going to eat some oysters. I'm like, oh, I'll die. I, mean, I can do some fried oysters. I don't know about some raw oysters. Some some Rockefeller. Just no, 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 don't chew it. Just swallow it. What? Who eats like that? I know, right? No. How? Why is that good? God, I remember. Yes, <laughs> Kate, my great uncle, Charlie. Everybody calling him Captain Hoot. So this is Cajun Joe's uncle. Um, and really, Charlie was super close to dad, especially after my grandpa passed away in the seventies. Um. But he owned a ton of oyster leases, and I remember when I would we'd go to the fishing camp as a kid, he'd always be out on his oyster lease. And anytime you roll up on him, you look down, and he's over there shucking one just like right there. And I'm like, ooh, I just couldn't do it. Salty. Whew, I could not Fish, do it. Fishy. A little fishy, too. Okay, so you're standing, or you got four man teams in, in this tournament so you got four people you got two on each end and then the other team's got two on each end and halfway down the court you got a white line so when you when you toss the white polini you toss it out there it's got to at least go halfway then okay you roll the bocce ball 
as close as you can to it. So whoever's closest gets the point. Now, this bocce ball is the size of a softball, and it weighs about three pounds. Uh, okay. It's heavy. Like, when you played it on the beach, if you tossed it from your waist, like, it would just go thunk, you know. Um, so, now it's like, it's super feel, right? It's like putting. It's like putting on a putting green. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard clay. It's fast. So, when you roll that ball, it's so easy to just roll it right past the white ball, right? So... I've never rolled this ever, ever. And this is a regional tournament. <laughs> so Valdez has, because they're Waldensians, right? They're Italian. They have the regional here and the state tournament here. Dang. Um, there's 16 teams in this thing. 16 four-man you know, teams. So we sign up. Tracy's on the other end. So we talked Tracy into it. And we got... Uh, some other friends grant and ashley they're down there so two women on one end two guys on the other i went ahead and crushed two beers right out of the chute um, that's how you got to get ready dude take the edge off i had that celsius in me and that ain't gonna work for bocce i'm nope. just gonna tell you it's all touch and i'm like over there jacked up like I got <laughs> this is not beer. gonna work where's the beer so at nine o'clock, I went into the little shack there and they're like, yeah, we got beer. I'm like, seriously? He's like, yeah, I mean, you won't. I'm like, My I'll take two place. right now. <laughs> and it's just, so they got like igloo coolers in there, the old blue with the white lid. Yes. And it's got a tap coming out of the side of it. Perfect. <laughs> I'm like, so this is almost like a, it's, it's like a club, right? It's like a moose lodge type setup but it's Italian. So every Tuesday they had bocce over there. Um, so it's, it felt like a, a Mason or a, you know, a Shriner type place. So you go in there and during the bocce tournament, they bake fresh bread in a brick oven. No, oh. <laughs> dude, well, you should have smelled that cooking. And then they have Sotisa, which is sausage, and then they do peppers and onions on that. So it's like, you know, looks like a brat, kind of. Anyway, now I'm hungry. But. No joke. Um, that fresh bread, they slide it in like on a big pizza thing, but it's in a big brick oven. And I'm over there trying to play and I'm smelling that. So we, it's double elimination and we played twice. Just throwing that out there. Mm. We got our ass kicked. Oh, um, geez. Now, but so, me well, and Tracy did say, well, though. We did well. So, how right. now? How many rounds do you play at, in a game? Is it just one one chance and you lose and it's over? Or is it like best to 10 or best to, or whatever? So, it's best to, it's, it's the first one to nine points. All right. The most you can get on one roll from, you know, from one end, like on our end, they got four balls to roll. We got four. He, okay. you know, my partner's going to roll two. I'm going to roll two. So if you roll it up there, so if I threw the white ball out and then I rolled and I got close, then they roll one. If they get close, closer than me, so it's kind of like curling, right? 
They get, I was so getting ready to say that. Damn it. Yes. We just don't have anybody sweeping the court in front of the ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome. So if they roll closer to me, closer than me, now it's our roll. And you go back and forth. Now, if he still can't get closer than me, he keeps rolling until he runs out. You know, they, like I said, they only got four balls, and now it's our turn. Um, and then when we're done rolling, we walk down there and we say, okay, that one's closer. That one's closer. And we, we start kicking them out of the way. Um, what happens if you hit it? Oh, yeah, you can you can hit them. They knock them around. They push no, them in. But there. I mean, what happens if you hit the, the ball you're trying to get closest to? You just. It's all in play. It just pushes it down further. Okay. That, that's actually a, a a technique. I was right? gonna say well, that's gotta be a strategy. Like, oh, got that away from you. Sorry. Well, if you're good, right? I'm trying to just not suck. So <laughs> I'm trying to just roll as close as I can. And I'm just gonna tell you, there was over half the teams were sixty to seventy plus years old. I bet they and were they were rushing it. Oh, dude. They were <laughs> awesome. I'm like, did she really just do that? I mean, she they're they're banking it in there. They're like coming from the side because you can you can't cross a line where you're throwing, but you can go left or right, and they'll get all the way in this corner and they'll just like sneak one up behind you. And I'm like, seriously? I'm just trying just to get it near the ball here. And I'm pretty decent at most of the stuff I do, but, and I'll be honest, I didn't do bad. I just need practice. It's all filled. So I think me and Tracy are going to go Tuesdays. <laughs> I'm just saying she liked it. You know, you're not, it's covered. You're not going to get hot and sweaty. You're just rolling a damn ball down through there. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be ready next year. It's on. I'm going to at least, my goal is to win a game. So. I think you can do it. The first team we played won state last year. So we drew pretty shitty on the draw there. Um, I think we scored three points on them, and then they just rolled us after that. But Now all I can think about is if is if bocce and curling were more similar and you've got like the old Italian grandma with like the wheat broom, like, <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah, the concept's kind of there. You see how when they're, when they're doing curling, they just let it barely let it go. That's yep. what I felt like I had to do. It was so fast. Um, and the, so the first roll I had, the guy rolls the Polini about, a foot from the wall at the end Ooh. and I'm looking down there 90 feet and I'm like seriously because if you hit the back wall that ball's out it don't count you can't hit the back wall um, so I roll run about 8 foot short <laughs> oh, shit uh, anyway I love it now I so, yeah, play, I'm, I'm and I gotta excited. find a bocce ball court near me so I can go play this so Mooresville's got one and they come up there pretty strong. They got several teams. But I apparently they like our courts better. So a lot of courts can be just like soft gravel and you roll the ball and it just kind of goes and just stops real hard, you know. 
Makes I think sense. Valdez is the only ones with some really, really hard clay, like really fast. But hey, it says there's some at the Vietnam or Vietnam Veterans Park up here. You'd be surprised there's some just at the back of churches, just hanging out back there. You know, they're not hard to build. I mean, obviously, they're just giant squares cut out. I like it. Yep, probably going to put one in my shop, too, now. Ooh. Not 90 feet, obviously, but... Now, are you going to pack the clay in there? Or? <laughs> yeah, well, so we're thinking about doing some office carpet. Solid. <laughs> so you get the same speed, right? But nice. device tracking clay all over the place. Nice. No, I enjoyed it. It's actually, it's 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 pretty neat, so... Oh, I'm sure it is. I said, I well, what'd get, you, I what'd you have play. going on this week? Weekend. Uh, weekend. So, well, are we going to get into that yet? Or do you oh, want to get through your Kylie-isms? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't talk enough about my daughter Kylie on this show enough. Like, yeah, Corey's at App State. He got gone. To, he gone. <laughs> I got to see his drum. That thing's pretty sweet. The old third bass. Dennis said yeah. to me, and he's like, he's third base. And I said, with Mary Jane? And I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> so he's going to play. Yeah, he, everybody <laughs> knows he's a marching band. He's in the marching band. He's a drummer. But he's going to do it one year with his buddy who's on the bass line. So Corey tried out for bass, made the bass line. He's telling me there's six basses now. So there's, I don't know how big that one is. Usually there's only five. He said it's like four foot circle. Goof. It's literally just a. I mean, Corey's. Please tell at, me the guy that's playing that is like five foot tall. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Because like you're gonna be you're gonna be watching the whole band and then that one just drops. Like what? It's, it's gonna look like that. You know that bike, the old school bike with the big wheel and a little bit on the back. Yes. <laughs> so it's gonna look like going through there. So he's gonna do it this year. And then he's done. He wants to go to football games and sit in the sit in the stands, which I don't blame him. Um, but he is going to go for. He's going to sign up for jazz band and some other stuff. But so I got Kylie at the house. She's twelve. You know, we had her on the show. Um, we got. She finally got new furniture. Now we call these Kylieisms. So Kylie just says words that she just swears they're real and they're just not and they just come out <laughs> she just rolls with them and we're just like wait a minute what did you, what, what did you say and I'm like trying to look it up in the urban dictionary and I got nothing and so we ordered her new furniture for the house finally got some big girl furniture we go over there to pick it up and it's me Tracy Corey and Kylie in the truck so, me and Corey get out, and I got all these ratchet straps. <laughs> and we got all this shit in the truck, and it's hanging out. I got the tailgate down, so I've got to strap it in. All right. Kylie's sitting in the back. You know, she didn't get out. She ain't helping. She's like, they got it. We get in the truck, and she's like, why did y'all... I mean, we're not going far. I don't know why y'all had to put those jock strings on there (laughs) 
We're like, every what? time I hear it, it's still funny. <laughs> We're like, what? She said, the jock strings, you didn't have to put those on there. I mean, she is serious as a heart attack. She's like, we're only going like a half a mile down the street. I'm like, all right, say it one more time. She's like, the jock string? She, nobody, still nobody's <laughs> the laughing. jock string. Tracy is trying to hold it back. <laughs> Corey's just looking out the window like, oh, God, here we go. And I said, the jock string, huh? I said, Kylie, that's that's not a thing. I mean, it may it is, but that's not what we got here. I said, you talking about the ratchet straps? And she's like, no, the jock strings. I'm like, those aren't jock strings. <laughs> those are ratchet straps. Um, there's a jock strap. And she's like, well, what is that? And Corey's like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, a jock strap. And he's like, no, no. He's like, a jock strap's to cover your junk up when you're playing like sports. And she's like, no, no, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, he's like, well, <laughs> you're asking. And she's like, so what do y'all call them? We're like, they're ratchet straps. She's like, so ratchet is better than jock string? She's like, ratchet is not a good one either. I'm like, so you just got to think, right? Like the new term ratchet, like, God, that girl's ratchet. That's a, that's a new thing. Yeah, right? we didn't grow. Yeah, up that, that. that that's what is that? I would say, so a couple of years maybe. A, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I told her was a ratchet strap. She's like, Dad, that's not a good word either. Jock string is way better. And we just went down this path, and at this time, Tracy can't breathe. She's still just silently laughing, trying not to. <laughs> oh, jock string. You're never going to forget that. No. Never. And then, like, me and Corey are trying to carry all this shit up the stairs. <laughs> Corey goes, I think I tore my jock string. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm pretty sure I just tore my jock string trying to get this up the stairs. <laughs> Kylie's like, shut up, Corey. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, I think I did too, bud, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the jock string. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, he's he's an app. He, we finally got a picture. We dropped him off. We didn't hear from him for, you know, three or four days. But band is practicing because football starts soon. Yep. So they're practicing from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Whew. And he yeah, you probably wouldn't be hearing classes. from anybody with that either. No, his, he told me his roommate moved in three days ago and he still hadn't seen him. <laughs> He's asleep when he gets there. I don't know how that works, right? He comes piling in there like... I mean, they're in a room that's like six by eight. <laughs> I know. He get crammed in there. <laughs> yeah, they got their bunks in there. Yeah. I think he likes it. I think he likes it. I've been driving his truck to the gym in the mornings. Mm. The little five speed. Yeah. Well, it's because you just like driving a stick. I do. I don't get, yeah, you don't get that much. No. I can't think of the last time I drove a stick shift. It's probably my Mustang. So let's get into this little new generation thing. Yes. Yeah, so, came across. so, uh, Dennis and I had a conversation this week. Um, 
about, I guess I'm going to call it the ghosting generation. Is that the best way to do it? I like it. Uh, <laughs> well, because, you know, I think I see it. I see it so much in sales anyway, but I think I've, it's, it's gotten even worse since, since pandemic. I, I feel actually, like I don't think it's age related, actually. No, I don't think it's age related. I think it's literally confront. I don't even know if it's confrontational related. I think it's just some, some people don't like to, to just tell you no so they just won't tell you anything um and then others and i think that has to do with a lot of it like there's a lot of times when people just don't want to say like no i can't do that or no i don't want to do that um you know the tell it like it is generation is it's over it's leaving us yeah there's not many of them left (laughs) like hey man that's bullshit i ain't doing that yeah and and it's Which a, I would love somebody would just say that. Yeah, it'd be me. great. It'd be great. Um, and I feel that way on the sales side too. It's like, you know, there's people that I've called on for called on, called on. And, you know, in my job, I'm used to getting told no anyway. So that doesn't, I guess in some ways it's not a deterrent. So because they don't, they know I don't always, I guess, care if they tell me no, it doesn't mean I'm not going to call them and check in. But, right, you know, and that's, that's how sales works because you, nothing is... If you get a short-term sale, and I'll say this all the time, if if you walk in somewhere and immediately they're like, oh, here's all this, here's this, give me this, give me that. One, they don't want to deal with you, so they're giving you busy work so you go away because they're just too afraid to tell you they don't want to deal with you. Or they're making just trying to see if you'll jump through enough hoops to even consider talking to you, which is also sometimes ridiculous, but I, I get it to a point. Right. Because... There's plenty of us out there. Um, just not everybody's always worth their salt. But then there's there's times when I'm like, man, if this isn't something you want to do and we need to move on to something different, different product, whatever, just tell me. You know, well, say, especially so like you set up a tra- you know up. like you set up a training, you get somebody to a training class, and then you know you're calling them for three or four weeks after that. To, to follow up I hate the word follow up that's a terrible one but <laughs> circle I, back wait circle back follow up. It's like, yeah. like I hate sending the email like hey just following up with you I'm like Grr, every time I say that I just want to punch myself in the face well what else are you going to say it, that's exactly the point I don't know what else you're going to say but it just always sounds so cliche just following up and just following up man um, yeah what we're getting into here what we're talking about is I've had guys there. I'm like, hey, man, uh, we're going to set up this or set up training. And they're like, yeah, 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 no problem. I'm like, all right, well, just shoot me over the address and time and or whatever, and we'll get it going. Okay, yeah, cool. Four days go by. <laughs> Crickets. I've already, I got so much shit going on. Like, I'm just hoping he's going to send me something. I've already forgotten about him because it's on, it's the ball's over there, right? The ball's over there in his court. Yep. I look down and my going through my text. I, I, I like to go back through my text and go, oh, okay. So I did. Okay. So I did send him. He answered back. I will send it to you. So I'm like, hey, man, anything on the uh, training? Nothing. Week and a half goes by, maybe even longer. He's pretty much out of the picture. Hey, man, sorry. Yeah, I just, I had, I had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, can we do next? I'm like, dude, a, a week and a half. Yeah, 
you know what I mean? It's like, it's like it's not a big deal anymore to do that. I mean, me and Ryan have experienced it in last week with several people. Yeah. I might just okay. I feel like I you, you can't do that. Like you just can't. You know, I had a um the guy that's gonna wrap wrap the trailer. You know, for Keystone. Like, hey man, uh, here's the measurements. Send him all this stuff. No response week goes by and I'm like holy crap I gotta we gotta get this going nothing two weeks go by hey man did you get the measurements I sent them to you you know I'm looking at them on the text like right above there hey did you get all this you get it text me back sorry man I've been busy and my both my brothers pass away and I'm like oh Jesus Christ like yeah Here's, but like Ryden said, like he had a legit yeah. problem. He just didn't tell me. Yeah, it's like if you've got a legit excuse, I got no issues. But <laughs> just, just legitimately, just tell me. Like I was literally yeah. trying to find another rap guy, but now I can't. I'm like, damn. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna knock it out, man. I've just been kind of out of it. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm sure you have because, yeah, you know, your brothers pass away and. I'm on the phone with him like, jeez, uh, man. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I got a brother, you know. Yeah. But, it, you know, I also want to say, man, you got you to gotta let me know, man. Like, I I didn't know they passed away, for one. So, I'm just like, hello, hello. Well, I mean, you didn't know he had brothers either. So, I mean, it's, I didn't it's, know he had yeah, brothers. it's one of those. It's like, well, I, I, I'm sorry, buddy, but, you know, this is a contact through a business thing. It wasn't. There's, there's nothing in here that we don't, you know, you don't care or whatever. Just, again, I hate to blame this stuff on COVID, but I think we're losing that generation altogether that's like, no, you told somebody you're going to do something, like, you got to do it. Yep. Oh, man, sorry I hadn't got back to you. Dude, it's been two weeks. Like, we lost the job, actually, the home, you know. All these things could happen in two weeks. Um, I don't want immediate responses on some things, but two, three days, sure. Yeah. Be nice. Two, three days and two or three weeks is not same. No. <laughs> I mean, no, it is not. So, yeah, that's our rant on that. I keep experiencing that more and more. Well, and I do, you know, I've had, and I've seen it some too, because now there's, there's some that it just takes time for people to get used to being at a new place. And they just, until they know you're staying for a bit, they don't even want to bother. And I get that, get it to a point. Um, right. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just, it seems to be, unfortunately, it's becoming more and more common. And it's not even with, it's not just customers. I mean, it's customers, it's vendors, it's, it's all of the above. Um, it's just different. I hate to say it. It's just, it's weird. More and more people just, that's the way it is. Not a fan. No. Just putting that out there. I'm not a fan. I prefer communication. Yeah, good or bad. Let's yeah. Give it to me. Just give yeah. it to me. Just give it to me straight. If you don't want to do it, sure. That's, that's fine. No problem. No harm, no foul. You need anything, you let me know. I'll be here for you. Cause that's what good All right, so you're going to, 
Are you going to sprinkle a little HVAC on this show? I thought that's what we were just doing. We're talking about uh, the sales process and getting ghosted. I know. Well, yeah. I'm getting ghosted um, on all kind of stuff. I'm well, just... let's see. So, yeah, we talked about selling first piece of uh, some commercial equipment. So, so chalk that off the box, off the ground. <laughs> um, talking about some HVAC roadshow planning, um, which that's some counter day stuff Dennis and I have later this this fall which it will actually officially be fall at that point I'm curious if it'll feel like it or not the right things are going um more more for that to come you'll you'll see some of that on the uh event stuff yeah I mean if you're in our area yeah you if know, you're, you're in the Carolinas some, both of our companies now you know whether it's Keystone or Insight are, are cool with the HVAC R&D so if I'm out and about you come up to me if you're in North Carolina, South Carolina. I got some HVAC R&D swag for you too, so don't worry about that. That's it. We get some pictures. Uh, I really want to start recording live at a. At oh a yeah, day. I definitely am, am looking forward to that. It's going to be an editing nightmare, but it, it'll be fine. It'll be you know, like I can just pop down hit record we get the guy's story how he got into it has he got any crazy critter stories or something and then we roll out and well, then i just hit stop and we just we can do them like that. shorts maybe shorts yeah <laughs> what are they what's that uh yeah what movie who does the shorts well, I thought YouTube is where shorts were usually. Oh, shorts, yeah, you're like short, like short, short, yeah, uh, short audio clip or you know, short video clips. We can yeah, I think we out. incorporate that. I think that'd be cool. Um, hybrid contractors been running into a bit more of that lately, which you know we talked about tankless water stuff earlier in the show. Um, but I'm definitely starting to see more and more multi-trade contractors I'm pretty sure we've touched on this before but it's the last few weeks it seems to be just coming out of the woodwork a little bit and then well I run across a lot of HVAC guys that especially a hanging air handler with a with a low boy water heater underneath it it's like yep. geez that thing needs to go too it's just leaving money on the table yep I mean really we, we would do that in Atlanta. We would swap it all out. Um, even if we went back with a tank, you know, you don't have to do a full-blown tankless swap, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I called on, I went and did some training out in Greensboro, and I was going there for heat pump training, you know, Bosch heat pump training, pull up, roll my little cart off, get all the guys out there, and I go in their warehouse and he's showing me their stuff in the warehouse and there's just like Renai tankless all down through there, Ream tanks. And I'm like, man, I need to come back with some botched stuff. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's like, yeah, bring it by here. I will check it out if it, you know, if we like it, you know, we might try it out or get us a free one. We'll try it out. Um, so yeah, I got us. That's the whole idea with this trailer, right? It's gonna have everything on it. 
you roll in there hot with the big trailer. Oh yeah. No, I'm excited to get the to use it. Now, speaking of that, are you putting a tank on there? Like a true tank? Or have you got room? No. Okay. Tankless. Not even a rolly cart tank? That's well, not a bad I, idea. Could you build am, on those? I am building a hmm. geo cart. Oh, there we go. Which has got a water source heat pump on it. I wanted to put like a loop on it. Like a big loop. Like a 200 foot loop stacked up for geo. Like yeah. geo training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of water source training. but I mean, it's all the same, but it ain't. No. Um, but man, that's a big cart. <laughs> that is a big old cart. Carts have to be 30 inches wide. That's what they have to be if they're going to go through any door anywhere. Yep. Because um, even a 36-inch door, if the door don't open all the way, now you're down to 30 three inches like it's got to be a 30 inch cart yep and i bought a cart that's diamond plate aluminum it's 30 by 60 it was 700 dollars. but it holds 2,000 pounds Ooh. yay okay uh <laughs> which is pretty gangster that's a lot of weight and it rolls really well with a lot of weight on it because that cart's going to be heavy. That that water source heat pump and all that tank and that water and all that, that's going to be a heavy-ass cart. Yeah, no shit. So, I thought about putting a low-boy tank on that cart for my loop. See, you know? that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because you just got to water in, water out. Yep. But then now we're now now that's our now that's like a cooling tower essentially I guess simulating. You know that's not a bad thing to talk about either. No, I mean honestly, there's probably more of that out there than there is geo. Oh yeah, depends, depends on the market. But you go downtown anywhere, there is a ton of water source heat pumps in them high rises. Yep, I just quoted a couple few weeks ago now I mean, and speaking of that guess what that guy has ghosted the shit out of me he's not <laughs> answered me for two weeks and i've emailed him three times oh, because well, yeah, the lead times are rough and if you want it the quicker i know it the quicker it gets ordered yeah but he can call around he's not going to get any better That's it. lead times on that product is what it is but well All crap right. I guess we got to break the news of the world, which I guess it's it's been broke kind of already. But so uh, Chris and I bought a house. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Cody's getting a Cody's house. Cody's getting a yard. <laughs> Finally. A runner. He's, Put him on a runner. I, I literally <laughs> talked about that. I said, we're just going to go old school for a while. It's going to look like I stole grandma's uh, clothesline. clothesline stuck it up there on the top just run his little ass back and forth wear him out <laughs> god let it get him real close to the fence but he <laughs> can't <laughs> just it. put him on a runner all you can do is run to the end of your line and bark <laughs> god um yep so we're we're both we we're moving yeah so yeah. dennis moved and now here's here's where the backstory of this gets funny so we 
I'm trying to think. We had been looking looking at building like all year. We had met with a builder right after AHR and we'd talked to them for a couple of months. You know, we'd worked on getting things where they needed to be financially and uh, credit wise and all that stuff. Kind of just knocking out ends here and there to get points up so we could get everything put together. And we just, we kept having this conversation and I swear no matter what, it just, it just kept getting more and more expensive. And I said, this does not <laughs> make sense. I said, it's, I said, this housing market sucks. No matter what we do, our mortgage rate's not going to be great. I said, but no. the longer we go either looking at a construction of perm or something else, and some places have free float downs and other stuff like that. Some places don't, but. I was just like, man, I said, do we really want to be trying to, you know, spend another year and a half for it to just to go up on us while we try to just make anything else work? And it's just, we've been in, we've literally been in apartments for almost 14 years. We've moved, we've moved six different times. This will be our seventh move in the time we've been together. I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) No, I want to have a place that's ours that can be a home base that we've got enough room to have our families over for Thanksgiving. I don't know how many I got left with my mom, but she'll remember anyway, if she'll remember any bit. I don't know. Um, You know, this gives us a place that we can have have the family here. It's good centrally located for, you know, mom and dad, my in-laws, my sister, my nieces and nephews, which I'm going to have a grand nephew in November. Um, Nice. So it was just it was time it's been it's been time but it was time um you know and i think it also says something you know we've i've i've worked another place for for a decade but in that decade i I still never quite felt like it was roots time and it's just so many a lot of things this year have have changed and it's just made things different and it was time but so anyway let me get to the funny part of the story I'll get away from the sentimental fun part of it. But <laughs> so around the time you're having this discussion and we put out the, what was the Mary Jane episode talking about Corey. Yeah. About a week and a, I'd say it was maybe a week and a half after that was when we found this house. It had been on the market for two days. The neighborhood it's in, Chris and I had driven through five or six years ago when they were actually first building the neighborhood. And we're like, you know, it'd be awesome if one day we could have a place like this or a place this nice, some, something like this. Now we didn't look at this exact house. We just had been in that neighborhood when it was being built. Um, and then when we were looking at houses, which I think we talked about it when we went to Mooresville at one point, we talked about it on a show. Three days later, we found this house had been on the market for two days. We went and looked at it and realized it was in that neighborhood. So Sweet. it just went on the market. It was the best priced house in the neighborhood that was for sale. Cause there were four others that were for sale and all of them had sat for over a month. So I was like, well, this one, they priced it lower to try to keep it from sitting so long. And we put an offer in and they accepted it the same day, which we did not expect. That's kind and, of unheard of. No, yeah. we thought we were going to get into a bidding war because they said they thought they had another offer. We never heard anything else about it. Moved on. And we just, luckily, you know, everything was already set up with the bank. Um, Jeff at Uwari was awesome with that. He 
he got us in and out of there. We closed in 30 days. Now, the funny thing is, what do you think the wife's name was? Oh, boy. We Mary bought Jane. our house from Donnie and Mary Jane. Oh, my God. No joke. <laughs> and I've waited to tell that funny part of it the whole time because I was like, Donnie. I cannot wait to say I bought this house from Mary Jane because it's hilarious. God, Mary Jane is coming up everywhere. So, so Donnie and Mary Jane sold the house. Um, they are re- <laughs> they were relocating up to Hickory to be near their Hickory. kids, to be near their kids and their grandkids. So they were they were downsizing a little bit to get more backyard space for the grandkids. Yeah, they're up so, there with me. Up so, there with me. Uh, yeah. So, and I think part of the reason why it closed so fast was right in the middle of us you know, putting the offer in on their house, they were in the middle of trying to buy another house at the same time. So they're like, well, this works out. Because I think they ended up closing on their new house this past Friday, and then we closed on theirs on Monday. So they officially well, got all their stuff out Sunday. It's not getting greedy either, right? No. They, they probably built that house, and they're making money on it. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely they making money on go. it. You know, they got to go. It's like people that, I mean... Yeah, probably in a year, well, probably six months or so, I'm going to be trying to find me a construction loan to build yep. mine. And, you know, I don't know what the rate will be, but I ain't got a choice. Yeah. I mean, I can't just keep sitting around for three or four years. Oh, hey, they're finally 3% again. Yeah, no joke. Or, oh, good, and now they're 12. Yeah. <laughs> like, Well, and I, I mean, mean, you look way, way back there were times where interest rates were like 14 and no one even cared. Yeah. I mean, this rate's high because it's high because we saw it so low. Yeah. And this rate is not, I've seen this rate many times growing up. Yeah. All right. So I see you got a shit ton of articles on here. There's one that I saw pop up on my phone. Oh, which one? Geothermal industry expects a boom. Well, and we had we've talked about that on the show several times. So yeah, there was an ACHR news article. We'll kill that one first. You know, geothermal industry expecting a boom. I don't know how big of a boom we're talking here. Well, it's all new, about, yeah, but it's all new incentives to drive commercial and homeowner demand. They say, and you know, we've talked about part of the reason we were thinking we would see you know geo and water stuff come back is because of all the refrigerant change stuff. Right. I mean, I don't know. Secretly, I'm just not a Geo fan. Well, and but, it, <laughs> I mean, I sell Geo over here where I'm at. Well, and because the price of it versus what you can do with inverters now doesn't really always make sense. However, there's still a boatload of Geo out there that's going to get replaced probably at least one more time, I would guess. Yeah. And oh, there's yeah. and you know and there's no there's always going to be water stuff in apartments to or not apartments but to high rises to one point because it's just so much easier moving you know moving heat that way as opposed to other ways for such distances. It says the U.S. geothermal heat pump market expects to grow by three point eight percent annually between the year 2032 between this year and 30 2032 uh, i don't know 
I don't know. It's all about what you're going to get for it. Yeah, I mean, trust me, if you can get it with, with incentives, if you can get it to around what a normal heat pump would cost, shoot yeah. Well, so the next paragraph says, both purchase, purchase and installation costs qualify in calculation for credit. Couple that has a home geothermal system installed for around 30 grand would get like a $9,000 credit. 30 now, grand? No. Yeah, exactly. Hell, that... that. <laughs> No, <clears throat> back in my day, and, and yeah, I thought they were in the forties. To be well, playing. I mean, back when Dad and I were doing them, they were in the thirties and forties, and that's twenty years ago. Yeah, so, where are they getting thirty grand from? Exactly, they get a nine thousand dollar credit. Which, and it does get into talking about the one seventy nine D tax deductions, um, which actually. Uh, so Tony Tony Mormino Engineers HVAC Podcast uh, also fellow co-worker of mine he just did a show and put together a one page info sheet on that 179D tax deduction I ought to put a link to that somewhere just because I thought it was it's a good tool um, and not a lot of people know all the ins and outs of that so it might be a little bit helpful if you're interested in any of that shoot, shoot us a message and I'll get you a link to it Okay, so the other thing is, how long are people staying in a home now? They're not. You want to Google that? <laughs> five mean, to seven years. Yeah, it's five roughly. to seven, man. Just how much? I mean, we're we're going to talk about this on this show at least a hundred more times, but I'm sure. How much do you want your power bill to be? Like we're foaming homes to make it cheaper, but then you, you can't run that unless you put a high sear heat pump in. I mean, I know people with three or five ton heat pumps that are high sear inverter products that they never ever have crossed a $200 bill. Nope. And they're just Energy Star regular homes. I mean, 150 you know these are good size homes too so i don't know how long you gonna stay in there you know when i was learning about geo in school i always ran across these guys that these engineers that like built this house he thought everything through he put a geo in but he was never leaving that house ever yep you know what i mean custom home but just slinging a geo in a regular setup and you're living in there four or five years and then you go I don't know I just don't think that's really no there, I don't see the I don't really see the ROI on that one right um I guess that's where I kind of well and I guess talking about uh return on investment um and talking about high sear pumps Let's go to, let's go look at that cooling. There's one from the cooling post. It's uh, the industry calls for clarity on heat pump policies. So I know we've talked constantly about how every single manufacturer has had a completely different take on how they were going to do pumps going into SEER 2 changeover and then eventually going into a new refrigerant next year. Right. Uh, again, I, I just, 
I enjoyed drawing the comparison so that our guys here also see that uh, Europe and other places are dealing with these exact same kinds of frustrations. It's just a little bit different, but they're there. And a lot of it is they're talking about trying to figure out how they're going to phase out fossil fuel heating in Germany and on the European Union level because they want to get to quote unquote clean heating for the whole continent. But I will tell but you, how do you make power? <laughs> well, save that, put a pin in that one for another conversation here in a minute. Cause that's right. another interesting article. Um, but I think, you know, I see polls all the time. I saw one today that was talking about, uh, companies and their sales versus we install more furnace acs we install install more heat pumps if you look at the results of the the poll i think there's a couple hundred votes in it it's literally almost split like a third of the people do more gas and ac a third are pushing all pumps and then again in the middle it's still like a third of people do some of everything so there's there's not there's still it's still really a 50 50 split overall in the industry it is not pushed more pump yet well because of the mason dick <clears throat> that's right? it the united states is kind of divided up yep climate wise and i think and i think that's going to be part of the problem in europe too if you really think about it you know you can get away with a heat pump probably in most like somewhere like Italy and other places, mini splits and birders, you can crush it. But you go put that heat pump up in the top of Finland and have fun. That's <laughs> not happening. That's well, going to have to be dual fuel. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I don't really see, I don't really see fossil fuels truly being able to be eliminated as fast as people think, unless we just go all, um, they find a way for everything to be geothermal energy. That's another one. Or, you know, you go back to doing everything with with wood burning and just use these ultra efficient, you know, wood burning stoves, which I've seen those in the wood burning boilers. I've seen a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So what do you so what do you got? Well, I got a 20 sear Bosch outside and then my inside is a constant torque wood burner. Yep. What? <laughs> yeah. It's got a hot oh, water cooler yeah, yeah. from got... the, the wood burning boiler outside. <laughs> <laughs> Six components all yeah so i start the wood here and then the, the air handler comes on blows that out over there and then that hits a water coil and then yeah it works great well and that comes back to that age-old uh people do and don't like mix matching stuff i'll be honest i sell i hate to say it but i sell all kinds of mix match stuff these days um because a lot of times people get hung up on the fact that well your coal is not the same brain as your your furnace or your furnace and your outdoor unit are different brands of this but you also if you look at it if you're trying to build the most efficient complex or efficient system there's going to be times where certain manufacturers have really positive strengths this company may build a bang up outdoor unit and right. a bang up furnace but their coals aren't so hot that's a good point. That really the, is. Because they've spent so much money developing a furnace or they've spent so much money into this heat pump or this AC to be high efficient that at the end of the day, where's the last bit of money you got gets thrown to what on paper is the least expensive item. It's not the least important, but it ends up looking like the least important because typically it ends up being the one that costs a little bit less to R&D. But that's also right. where you start seeing it 
drop off. So, so especially on the AC side, right? Big now, time. old school heat pumps, they had to be a matched product because your outdoor turns to your indoor, turns into your indoor. Yep. Right. You got to have the refrigerant. It's got to hold it inside. Correct. Now, Bosch products like Bosch, Greeflex, where they're inverted, they they're variable speed. They they only satisfy that coal, whatever it is. So that's a great point. You know, everybody's like, no, no, no. I, I, we only put in match products over here. Well, yeah, you 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 did a good job doing that when it was all single stage. But that's why products like the Bosch or heat pumps like that now, they're registered by themselves because they really don't have to have a matched indoor. Yep. Um, and me and Ryden have seen it. When I was in Atlanta and I was a rude dealer, we put ADP coals in because ADP would run these AHRI numbers up against a rude product and it outperformed a rude coal. Did it look as good as a gray on gray? No, but it was actually a better matchup. <laughs> yep. And trust me, I love the rude goals. They looked great, but we were like, dang, you know, this is so much more high performance with this ADP in here. Well, and it comes down well, whatever to, it might be. Yeah. With, and with any, with any coal or any design, a lot of times your, your capabilities come down to where you're getting the most, you know, what's got the best internal coil capacity for refrigerant and what's got the best airflow capabilities. And that's where a lot of times that runs down into it and you start seeing you, you do All sizing, right? Yeah. Fin sizing spacing, too, fin spacing, an cabinet sizes. Don't oh, even yeah, get me started on cabinet sizes these days. Um, especially you poor, sorry, I'm going to beat up on them, but you poor Goodman guys. I'm sorry. Because everything you guys have to sell these days is mixed matched as it can be, and it's huge. Coals are massive. Well, Linux got some big Linux ones. Linux got out. some big ones too. Um, well, and you know, it's but nice. It's, these are some of these are de- designed for that outdoor. Yeah, right. Correct. Like said. But you know, you if you look and see what different people are doing, there's there's a lot of places now where you're seeing more mixed match systems because they're mixing and matching things to get the most out of an overall product grouping right and that's you know that's what gives them the best the best opportunity to sell the most high efficient system at the best price to the homeowner in some cases um and you look at guys like like uh, ben hvac strong he's got you know mix match different things because he's got a quality furnace that he likes from here he's got a quality coal he likes here and then he's got you know different groups of outdoor units he uses here so you know it comes down to you know, personal preference, but I think there's, there's nothing wrong with a mixed match product as long as it is done properly. There's plenty of times right. people just throw crap together to make it work. But if you take the time and plan, you can really build a high quality performing system, mix matching a few different things to really build quality solutions for your right. homeowner. Yeah. And if you're putting in a heat pump and it says you got to register it with that other one, that tells you right out of the chute, it's built for that. Yep. And they're registered as a pair. You probably need to match those up. Yep. Right. But we're coming into another world now where universal heat pumps are going to be a thing. Yep. Um, you're just going to buy it. It's, it's coming. Well, it's here now. I mean, we got 
you got Bosch, you got, you know, the Grief Flex, you can put it on other stuff, just the same. Now, I don't know if it's a AHRI match, but... Well, and there's, there's and the there's, other one. Well, there's brands that are... Reg, that are so, on the Bosch side, right, if you go to AHRI, Thermopride, we just found out, is on there. So they paid their money. They brought in a Bosch product and they rated it with their furnaces and their products. They paid the hundred grand to get that AHRI number. Bosch didn't pay it. They paid it because they're like, we want people to use Bosch with our product too. And they, you know, yep. if it's not a if it's not AHRI number, then a lot of times you hit a wall there uh, for whatever reason, wherever you're working, but. So yeah, that's that's where we're headed. We're we're headed into a different world of HVAC. And I got some site visits coming up that I can't wait to talk about on here. I know. They're Oops. uh site visits are changing. <laughs> I feel like an IT guy now. Well, site visits are changing. As, as you guys have heard, Dennis, the last couple of weeks, homeowner conversations are continuing to drastically change. Um, yep. The more freedom they have to get a hold of certain different types of information makes it harder and harder for the for the HVAC guy to actually be his own expert unless he truly knows his stuff. So go do your, uh, go do your R&D, boys. Well, the one I had yesterday, you know, we'll talk about it. We need to make sure we talk about it on another show, but... Yep. This guy took on a project, you know, he took on a service call that he didn't put in, just like as usual. You know, you roll up on a no cooling call and you didn't install it. But you don't really know what you're getting into. You could be walking straight into a hornet's nest here. Mm -hmm. And he made a couple things, you know, fixed it, charged her, whatever, you know, and then, you know, it was a Bosch product but it's an older Bosch it's one of the first gens and that's obviously why I'm involved and then we he goes back they have a storm he loses a board you know couldn't talk her into some products to help that you know surge protection voltage range monitor stuff like that so now he's just deep in this thing she you know she wants a new one the company that put it in they're gone they're literally out of business i mean it's kind of turning into a little shit show here but <laughs> happens I'm, I'm looking at it on this contractor side and i'm just like he i mean he can't just keep eating just coming over here tinkering with this no. thing for nothing right that's no, like because it wasn't his problem really to begin with he just inherited it unfortunately in some cases but these consumers are getting to where they're just like, oh, no, he's been great. You know, I mean, at this point, he, he hadn't really charged us. It's you guys. You know, she's looking at me like, you guys need to step up and make this right. I'm like, I mean, I didn't put it in. Yeah. I don't look at me. I'm like, what do you mean? You know, so Bosch needs to step up now. I mean, how does that work? You know, it's not a refrigerator you just plug in it's got a lot of human error involved here well and they want to so treat gets, yeah they want to treat it like dicey. you're just taking it back to walmart and they're going to take it regardless here give me my money back thanks right it's not how it works it's not and how I it works contractor i'm like 
you want to put a brand new one in this? He's like, not really. <laughs> he ain't going to get paid for that either. Nope. <laughs> she ain't going to pay nobody. And that's just, that, that's not a thing. Like, it sucks, right? You're like, man, they don't have any air, but somebody's got to pay for this. Yep. Unfortunately, I mean, I, that's know. the way it goes. And it's just what it is. And it just gets... I feel like those calls are getting dicier and dicier with these homeowners. So, well, and uh, from homeowner conversations, let's we'll save a few of these articles for the next couple of shows. Oh, yeah. But uh, make sure go check out ahrexpo.com. We will be up in Chicago at the turn of the year for the big for the big big event. Go get registered, get the app, start planning your show, follow the booths you're interested in. And you can also get updates on if they have any new products they may be announcing. I think also you get updates for as they announce different uh, product winners and product category information. So that right. stuff, I believe, all goes through the app too. Make sure to check out HVAC R&D in the podcast pavilion. Promo video from AHR is coming soon. Uh, Dennis and I have a nice, funny little, uh, little video we've got to put up sometime in the next couple of days so hopefully you guys will be laughing at it before you get to hear me talk about it here <laughs> and uh next week we get back to some guests so hopefully our buddy uh had a good game today he's probably still working at it so we will i didn't we'll know I, golf, I didn't either that will be either. on the next show yeah so definitely I'm, yeah i'm curious to see what he shot and go from there maybe just fireball maybe <laughs> What'd you shoot? Fireball? No, your score. It's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. <Yeah. laughs> I didn't play. I just rode around the cart. <laughs> I had my own bottle right. service. Yeah. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Yep. Again. See y'all guys next week. Yep. Go follow us on social media. Please like, subscribe, leave us some comments, or leave us a rating, better yet on any of the platforms you listen on thank you so much guys have a great week yeah we'll bring a different hazy next week <laughs>